Hello, and welcome to Morning Manna. My name is Ron, and over the last few weeks, or several weeks, we have been going through Hebrews chapter 11, the chapter of faith. And it defines faith in verse 1 as the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Even though we can't see it, we have conviction that God will bring all His promises to pass. Every one of them. And there might be a time right now that you're going through where you're saying, I don't see how the Lord can work in this situation for my good. But yet, in Romans 8.28, it says, We know, we know that He is working in all things for my good, ultimately. So sometimes we just have to trust Him with those things. And that's where the faith comes in. So we're going to talk more about that, but before we do, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we just thank you, Father, that you are good. When things um, around us might not seem good, we know you are good, and we can trust you with all things. And so, Lord, where our faith is lacking, we pray that you would um, meet us there, Lord, and help us with our faith. And uh, we just pray we learn more about that as we go through your word today. Amen. So... Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about the faith of Abraham and Sarah. And now we're going to be talking about the faith of their children. And so we're going to pick that up in Hebrews 11.20. And it says, By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of his staff. So here it tells us that Isaac was blessing his sons, Jacob and Esau. Now, if we read in Genesis about this story, you're going to read a lot about or hear a lot about Jacob and how he tried to coerce the whole situation and tried to get the blessing and wrestle it out of his older brother Esau's hands, essentially. And he had to trick his dad and to get the blessing. And he did get it. But we don't see that here. We just see that Isaac was invoking faith to bless both children, and both of them were blessed, ultimately. And then it goes on down here, when Jacob's much older, here he is, when he's dying, essentially, um, he is blessing Joseph's sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. Now Ephraim, being the younger son, is also going to get the greater blessing of the two, but they both get blessed. And the reason why I point that out is that it's a good thing for us to bless our children, dad and mom, grandparents to our grandchildren. It's a good thing to speak blessings into their lives. The other day I heard my wife sharing with one of our kids that they were studying in the word and she just said, that's a good thing what you're doing. It's gonna reap good benefits for you down the road, and it's going to bless you. And that's a good thing to share with our children. There might be a time where they're um, having to share the truth in a certain situation, and it's okay that 
it, it kind of puts them in a tough spot. They're going to be blessed for that, and we need to speak that into their lives. So let's move on down. Hebrews 11.22, it says, By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave directions concerning his bones. Now, this is fascinating to me. Here we have Joseph, and it talks about him in Genesis as just a great believer, a faithful believer. He's sold into slavery. Um, it has to go down to Egypt, and he's sold into slavery by his brothers who were jealous of him. And he's not treated well down there, and he's eventually ends up in jail uh, for telling the truth. And he does all these things that, are, that show his faithfulness, and yet he's not treated well. But then eventually God raises him to the second highest position in all of Egypt. And then when he's reunited with his brothers, he's presented with this situation where they say, will you forgive us? And he says, yes, I will. You meant to do me harm. But God meant it for good. A lot of really great things that Joseph did, but none of those are pointed out here. The thing that he's pointed out or commended for here in this verse is that he was faithful, or by faith, he asked the future Israelites to take his bag of bones and get them to the promised land. And they did it later on. It records that. And I just love that, that it notes that here. And the thing for us, I think the big takeaway for us, is that this is not our home. We might be blessed here in this world, just like Joseph was blessed in Egypt, but this isn't our home. We're heading to heaven, folks, and that's what we want to look forward to. And when we're looking forward to heaven and, and claiming it by faith because we can't see it, God is honored by that, and he'll bless us for that. Let's move on. Hebrews 11.23, it says, By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. So here Moses' parents are committed for their faith because they saw their son was beautiful, and even though Pharaoh had issued an edict that they need to put all the boys to death, essentially. They hid him from Pharaoh. And the thing I want to pass on to you, dad, mom, grandparents, is that your child is beautiful, fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And it's good for us to remember that, and it's good for us to share that with them. There's an edict coming down from the government, from social media, in our education system even, that's telling them to question their gender, their sexual preference, the just a lot of messed up things. But we need to tell them, no, you were fearfully and wonderfully made. God made you male and female. God made you that way. So when we're questioning those things or when we hear that, we need to speak truth into their lives and, and protect them. It'll bless them. So we'll jump down here. In 
Hebrews 11.24, it says, By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God rather than to, rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. So here we have Moses, a lot of the same way as Joseph. He is looking forward to the greater reward. He could have sat in Egypt. He was raised up in that Egyptian home. But he was looking forward to something better, just like Joseph. And so for you and me today, it's good for us to remember that we're pilgrims and sojourners. And so just pray that the Lord would encourage you in your faith and just remembering that we place our faith in a great God. God bless you today. Thanks.